it's Maxine Luthia, your spiritual astrologer, and welcome back to the podcast, to my channel, where you'll learn how to use astrology in a more empowering and soul-centered way. Now, today we're talking about one of my favorite topics in astrology, which is your lunar nodes. And so if you're wondering, what are the lunar nodes even? What are the differences between your south node in your birth chart versus your north node in your birth chart? If you're wondering, you know, what what do they mean actually in terms of your lunar notes speaking to your karma, your past, past lifetimes even, early life conditioning, your shadows, your self-undoing patterns, and also your greatest gifts, your soul's strengths, what you're here to teach and share with the world when it comes to your karmic purpose and your, your soul's path, your karmic destiny. That is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So we're really getting into the good stuff. I'm hoping this will be a really densely packed, juicy episode for you. So if you want to pause to get something to take notes with or come back to this as much as you'd like. But I, I love this topic. Really, it helps you understand what what is your soul's sacred path and how can in working with the lunar nodes you wake up to that you allow yourself to know what your soul's karmic destiny and purpose is and walk with that and check yourself when you get off path because we're all human we all get off path path we all wander you know um away sometimes but knowing and working with your birth chart at a deeper level and your karmic nodes in particular allows you to get back on your sacred path. So yeah, that's what we're going to dig into in today's episode. And of course, at the end, I'll also give you examples. So I'm actually going to dive into when you look at your birth chart, where's your south node? Where's your north node by zodiac sign? And if you listen to the end, I'll actually walk through all combinations. <laughs> so and that'll be a lot, but we'll deal with that when we get there. So I'll give you a brief intro to that. Of course, there is so much more when talking about the nodes than I'm going to be able to share with you today. So if you really want to dive deeper, I actually have about three hours just on the lunar nodes inside of spiritual astrology school. So if you want to really dive deep into learning how to read birth charts, transits, and more, from a more spiritual and soul-centered and really impactful, empowering, inspiring perspective, then um, yeah, check that out. <laughs> I'll put that in the show notes for you, or you can go to maxineluthia.com. But we get into so much, and actually the next round, the next semester is opening soon. So if that seems like a fit for you, if you love today's episode, keep that in mind to check it out. We'd love to have you be a part of that. Okay, so let's just dive right in. So first up, what are the lunar nodes? Now, I'm going to talk about a lot. <laughs> We're going to get into a lot today. But the key thing to know is that the lunar nodes, there's two of them in everyone's birth chart. Okay, you have the south node and the north node. And the south node speaks to your soul's past. And the north node speaks to your soul's future. Right? So we have that karmic past and that's, that's your soul's destiny, really. South node, north node. And I have that tutorial below. If this is new to you, I recommend you check that out so you know how to properly pull up your birth chart, including both the north node and south node. So that'll be linked below for you. But 
Also, just knowing that they look like horseshoes and they're always opposite one another. So the North Node, that more obvious, that tends to be included in birth charts without you having to do anything, luckily. Um, and that looks like the horseshoe, that looks like a rainbow. Uh, it's turned that way around, whereas the South Node is the point directly opposite at the exact opposite degree in the exact opposite sign and house. And the south node looks like a U. It's the horseshoe that's turned on its head. So knowing that even if you don't see the south node, it's gonna be in that opposite sign of the north node. And what the lunar nodes actually are is they're not 3D like physical things, okay? It's not like you're looking up at the moon and you see, oh, there's the moon, <laughs> you know. With the lunar nodes, they are these sensitive spiritual points in your birth chart and, of course, you know, in the cosmos. So what they actually are is two points where the, they, where the moon's orbit intersects with the ecliptic. So I'm not going to get into the astronomy of it, but just knowing that these are really sensitive points and the south node or descending node marks one point and then the north node or ascending node marks the other. So when we're talking about the lunar nodes, we're, we're talking about this larger picture of our relationship, our divine relationship here on earth with our two luminaries, the sun and the moon and their relationship. Like it's this intermingling of all three, earth, sun, moon. And so it's it's really beautiful to understand that deeper uh, resonance with the sun, the moon, the earth. And understanding that when you work with the lunar nodes, you're working with our relationship to those luminaries, our guides, right? Because just as you know, the sun, it gives us, it illuminates our, our day to day. It gives us light. And the same with the moon. It's reflecting the light of the sun on it, right? Um, I talk a bit more about this inside in that episode on the lunar cycle. So you can go watch that if you haven't. But when we're talking about the the lunar nodes, we're again referencing our luminaries, which are serving to illuminate and to guide us. They're giving us that guidance, that ability to see, to wake up, uh, wake up our third eye, wake up to our spiritual, our spiritual selves, really, our souls, to have that awakening of knowing we are spiritual beings having this human experience. So without getting too deep into that, just knowing that the lunar nodes are really significant, they're really beautiful to work with more, more deeply. And so in your birth chart, you have the south node and the north node. So to just linger there a bit more, the south node speaks to your past. Now you can see this in terms of past lifetimes. You can also see this in terms of your ancestry. You can think of that in terms of that inheritance, right, in that way, but also in terms of your early life experience, your childhood, what, what you were born into this lifetime just with, right, or early experiences that reflected that. And so that's the south note. It really speaks to your soul's path in some way, however you conceptualize that but it speaks to your soul's path and really where you are coming from 
Now, with that, often with the south node, there's a lot of a lot of beauty there, of course, but it tends to be a place of stuckness. It tends to show you by zodiac sign, by house, by aspect, by all the things, what it is that you keep kind of, you're spinning on like this hamster wheel <laughs> with, and there's a need to allow yourself to awaken that there's more, that there's actually your north node, that you're here to find that balance in and move off that hamster wheel. So the south node really does speak to deeply, deeply ingrained patterns. It speaks to deeply ingrained beliefs, uh, thoughts, behaviors, habits, ways of being that come from your early life, that come from your DNA. It's something that's rooted in you from past lifetimes even. And so in that sense, the south node really does speak to, okay, it's almost overdeveloped. You've had so much experience here in this way of being that sometimes it's it's hard for you to move in a different direction, which your north node points to. So the south node does speak to, again, those those parts of yourself that come from the past, but there there can be some gifts there, of course, but really to emphasize that what's important to look at is what shadows are lingering there, what needs to be transmuted, transcended in this lifetime, because the south node can keep you stuck, can keep you comfortable. It's really your comfort zone. <laughs> your south node is your comfort zone is a great, easy way of, of thinking about that. But in terms of your soul's comfort zone, you know, it's patterns that you've repeated over and over. It's beliefs that you've had over and over that are limiting you in some way that are holding you back from fulfillment that comes from your north node. And it also because it's been built up over and over, lifetime after lifetime, it's almost like when you paint over and over and there's all these layers and like an old house and you have to peel them back to see what is underneath. Because the South Node, when you engage with it from a place of vulnerability, it really blossoms and opens for you. But without that kind of skeptical eye on your South Node, it can kind of get out of hand and it kind of it can keep you trapped. Like there's so many layers of, of habits, of just safety that kind of boxes you in or keeps you feeling stuck or claustrophobic with your south node. So in that sense, your south node really can be this point of shadow, this point of undoing. So ways in which that your past patterns are no longer benefiting you as much. So that's a bit on your south node. And then your north node is what you are leaning into, okay? So there's a need to kind of let go of something with your south node. Not everything. You're not like throwing it all away, okay? But there's this need to acknowledge that it does benefit you to stretch outside of your comfort zone. And that is your north node. And it's always going to be in the opposite sign, the opposite house as your south node, okay? That's your north node and south nodes. They are this nodal axis. And so you're bridging your south node, that comfort zone, your soul's path and journey there to your north node, which is your soul's future, your destiny, your karmic really purpose you're moving into in this lifetime for greatest fulfillment or not, right? There's free will in all of this. So oftentimes people will act out of their south node more unconsciously and the north node can be this point that feels uncomfortable. 
It's something you're here to grow and evolve into more. And for your highest good and first really being in service to the good of all, that is your North Node. So it asks you to stretch the limits of your comfort zone. And sometimes when you're leaning into that area of life, it it doesn't always feel comfortable, right? Again, with all of this, you have to keep in mind, it depends on your unique birth chart how your birth chart is set up, how your birth chart is is really defined. But your north node tends to be this part that feels a bit outside of your comfort zone. It's a place where you're learning to stretch, to expand into what you came here for. And so oftentimes it's because it's not familiar. It can feel uncomfortable. It can feel scary. It can feel just awkward. <laughs> like there's just, you know, a bit of that awkward teenager phase where it's like, you know, who are you? What what are you in this area of life? This zodiac sign. There's pieces of the puzzle there that are you're you're needing to to figure out in this lifetime. And it also shows that there's a need to find experiences, find lessons there to develop, to learn from, to really just expand into. That's your north node. So it's not always going to be comfortable, but it will be fulfilling. It's kind of like when you picture the end of your days, you'll look back on your life and you'll be like, I'm so glad that I leaned into that thing. And that's your North Node. It's that sense of, you know, doing something outside of your comfort zone, stretching yourself, testing yourself, allowing yourself to expand in the ways that your soul signed up for. (laughs) Coming to earth school, it was like, okay, I want these experiences. You're not going to just, you know how boring it is to repeat the same class over and over again. Imagine you had to go back to, I don't know, some topic you really like, and you have to keep learning about basic algebra every single year. That would be so boring. So think about it this way, where your south node speaks to lessons you've learned, okay? And sometimes you've overdone it there. And there's something to let go of so that way you can move into your north node and you're ready for that new lesson it's going to to stretch you you know like taking a calculus over algebra i don't know it doesn't sound fun to me but you know your your cup of tea um but it's allowing yourself with your north node to know this is uncharted territory it's the unknown so being gentle with yourself there knowing it is something you are here to expand into for your soul's greatest fulfillment it's part of your mission here on earth Okay, so it and it's important to take responsibility and ownership of this. Once you recognize what your purpose is, then it's it's yours to to grasp, you know, to lean into, to be disciplined with, to lean into that. And also it's it's your responsibility, right? So you have free will with all of this in astrology, the way that I the way that I work with astrology, the way that I teach it, the way that I give readings is always you have free will. So it's not just about this is what you will do. It's this is your invitation. That's your North Node saying, hey, you want to be fulfilled. You want to live a life of meaning and purpose. You want to serve the world. This is what you need. You want more happiness here. This is what you need to do. The South Node, it's tempting, right? It's comfortable. There's there's times where you just want to relax, but your North Node is what, what stretches you, what makes your soul feel fulfilled. What did you come here for? So working with the South Node and North Node, there's so much more to this, but understanding that general principle of the South Node is what you're here to let go of, 
broadly speaking, okay? And the North Node is what are you here to lean into? So don't forget that optimally you're taking the best of your South Node and you're being mindful that you're cultivating that and using that toward your North Node purpose as well. So let's pause here and take an example. So let's say that you have your South Node in Aries and you have your North Node in Libra, okay? This South Node is about what you're here to, you're very comfortable with, your soul came here for. And I'm just going to speak to it, you know, as an example. I would have to see your whole chart to know exactly what story of your past lifetimes, early life experiences, what your soul's specific lesson is. It's taking your chart as a whole. But the South Node in Aries really speaks to, for example, past lifetimes. I'll see this a lot with clients, past lifetimes of having to do it all on your own. There wasn't someone there to help you. It's, you know, the the warrior within you, past lifetimes of needing to look after yourself, needing to watch your own back because no one else was. And so there's a, a sense within you, if you have your South Node in Aries, part of that pattern that gets you in trouble that doesn't feel good to you is being always on the defensive always feeling like you have to have your guard up you have to be ready for battle and so that can really hurt you in relationships of feeling like you always have to be armored up and so with the north node in libra it's allowing yourself to recognize that pattern and disrupt that Allowing yourself to be open and vulnerable in relationships, to work on that, to be patient with yourself in that process, to allow yourself to compromise and to find more of that receptive flow in your life with Libra energy. And that is what you're headed into. So that is one example. That is the South Node in Aries, the North Node in Libra. But again, seeing that there's this question with your South and North Node. Are you going to stay in your comfort zone, your South Node, or are you going to evolve, right, the North Node? And there's a balance there. You don't want to just throw away your South Node. Again, you're bringing that into this. But in that example, you know, there's some very real difficulties and when it comes to perhaps relationships where they might tend to always feel like they have to watch out for themselves or be on the defensive like conflict is very common for them in relationships with a south node in Aries before they awaken before they are aware and mindful of okay that's that thing that's what I'm doing it may have served you in past lifetimes on the battlefield perhaps literally right or in your early childhood having to look out for yourself but it doesn't serve you in your future if you want to be fulfilled, if you want to have that relationship. So that's an example there. Um, let's do the reverse. So if you have your South Node in Libra and your North Node in Aries, what does that look like? So the South Node in Libra would be someone who often, what I'll often see in readings is that person really has such an inherent knowing of what it takes in a relationship. They have just this inner knowing of being in a partnership. Sometimes though, often they will take that to an extreme of always just defaulting to what does their partner need? And they lose themselves in relationships really easily if they're not being careful. And so their their default is to say, okay, whatever you want, like the people pleaser in them can come out very easily. And 
rightfully so in past lifetimes that served them again right but in this lifetime with your north node in aries that's a lot about allowing yourself to put yourself first allowing yourself to be selfish to err on the side of being selfish not in a sense of being arrogant or me 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 but in the sense that this is your life and it's you're naturally going to kind of default to putting others per first so how can you call that back and you know, let balance enter the equation a bit more and put more of a focus on yourself. Be more conscious of what is it that you need, right? So, so yeah, that's Aries Libra. Let's go to Taurus Scorpio next. So if you have your South Node in Taurus, and again, if you don't know what yours is, I have a, a little video for you below. So if you check the show notes for that, uh, I'll show you how you can look that up. So if you have your south node in Taurus and your north node in Scorpio, an intro to what that looks like is, I'll see this a lot when someone with a south node in Taurus feels very much that they they can keep themselves so stuck. They really love comfort. They love security so much so that they hold on to what is expired or not benefiting them, whether that's a job, relationships, especially when it comes to just anything that brings them comfort and security, but they'll hold on to it so long that it starts to, it starts to rot. It starts to, it's, it's expired and they're still keeping it in their fridge in the back there, you know, for one day, you know, and that perseverance is a gift when used rightfully, when used mindfully toward their goals, toward their north node, but otherwise it can really tend to keep them feeling very stuck, very low energy, very low moods. So the north node in Scorpio asks them to come out of their old habits and really to go deeper within rather than also getting stuck in the material world, really going within spiritually speaking and doing that healing work in this lifetime and sharing that. And then the reverse, if you have your south node in Scorpio, your north node in Taurus, I'll see this a lot when there's someone who has a very specific, oftentimes, fear. There's something from a past lifetime or early in life that that keeps them in this state of fear in terms of it could be something that just keeps them fear, fearing that the rug's going to be pulled out from underneath them so they don't even try for what it is they really want, right? So they're learning in this lifetime that it is a lot. And if this is you with your North Node in Taurus, you're learning how to let yourself enjoy pleasure, allow yourself to enjoy that, that the day-to-day and not fear things being taken away from you. Um, then if you have your south node in Gemini, your north node in Sagittarius, that's a lot about really having this natural ability to communicate, to relate easily to others, being very good with your words. But on the flip side, there can be a tendency to be the chameleon in a way that you just let others see what that other person wants to see in you. And so there's a need to reclaim what it is, what is your personal truth? And how can you stay strong in that when others might ask you to waver? And then if you have um, your south node in Sagittarius, your north node in Gemini, that has a lot to do with past lifetimes of just being the spiritual seeker of seeking your truth. And in this lifetime, it's a lot about bringing that 
down to earth, allowing yourself to learn from others, to listen more, to open your mind to what else is available for you, and to also allow yourself to share with others, to share ideas, to teach in some sense, to feel like you're interacting, you're taking your beliefs and you're sharing that in some way too with the world. And then if you have your south node in Cancer, your north node in Capricorn, I'll see this a lot, just even Cancer Capricorn with your lunar nodes the other way too, when there's something that really connects back to your family and your lineage, something related to that. And all of these can be related to that, like what are you here to heal for generations? What are you the cycle breaker for in some sense of whatever your south node is and leaning into your north node? But with your south node in Cancer, for example, that really speaks to past lifetimes of being so, so over-identified with your family, with your clan, with your tribe, that you didn't know who you were. And you didn't allow yourself to take that, that decision that would separate yourself, that would allow yourself to feel that you are more of the authority in your own life. Right? Versus if you have your south node in Capricorn, your north node in Cancer, it can be where there's a need to allow yourself to also be cared for. There's a sense that you have to be the provider and you've had to in the past watch out for others. And now in this lifetime, it's allowing yourself to be nurtured by others, to even emotionally be held by others and be seen in that more sensitive, vulnerable way. And that's where fulfillment comes from. And then if you have your south node in Leo and you have your north node in Aquarius, this one comes up a lot where I'll see with clients there's this sense that there's a need to, in past lifetimes, there there could be a kind of regal quality or even just the sense that you were in the spotlight in some way. And that's not always with this, sometimes your soul is craving to be a little more anonymous. Sometimes there's a sense of wanting to let yourself not take life so seriously and just let yourself be different and express yourself just more freely and really needing to connect that sometimes to something that's serving others, right? You have your south node in Aquarius, your north node in Leo, that shows up a lot where you might feel like an outsider. This is something, an identity that's carried over into this lifetime and it's one you're here to break. It's one you're here to allow yourself to really see, all right, how can I be true to myself and express myself as me and still be in the game, not on the sidelines, but show up as yourself and beat to the tune of your own drum, but allow yourself to be seen and celebrated for that. And then if you have your south node in Virgo, your north node in Pisces, I'll see this a lot with perfectionists where there's this deeply ingrained belief that you have to do things perfect or it's a matter of life or death. Like there's that big of a feeling about that of needing to do things perfectly or dot, dot, dot right? Or else. And again, this shows up in in patterns where in your past lifetimes, your decisions that you took affected others in a very real way. There were consequences to something that you wish you would have done differently. And so in this lifetime, it's allowing yourself to be more gentle with yourself, but also open yourself up to spirituality. And if you have your south node in Pisces, your north node in Virgo, that is about allowing yourself to 
take your spiritual knowings, take that, those inner knowings that you have and share that with the world in a more practical way to allow yourself to not just live in your world, your mind and isolate, but actually interact back with the world in some sense. And to even just show up in this, this world, taking care of yourself, your body, your mind, all of that, what it means to be human. And yeah, those, that was all. Those were all of the different combinations you could have for your lunar nodes by zodiac sign. And I can't stress enough how important it is to know the difference and distinguish between what zodiac sign your south node falls in versus your north node. Because again, very different meanings. Your south node, yes, there are gifts, there's wisdom to cultivate there, but also it's a big piece of what you're here to release in some sense. And your north node, of course, is what you're here to lean into, that karmic purpose and fulfillment. And yeah, and again, I have that tutorial below, but just knowing that the lunar nodes are so significant in so many other ways, just to leave you on this, that the lunar nodes, first of all, always move retrograde through the zodiac. And so instead of moving right now, they're in Aries Libra, they're not going to shift into Taurus Scorpio, they're going to shift backwards into Pisces and Virgo and knowing that and just knowing the karmic significance of retrogrades and retrograde planets that's another one of my favorite topics um, but it, it really is important in understanding this deeper karmic significance of the lunar nodes as well as even when we have eclipses the lunar nodes are a part of that conversation. We can't have eclipses without talking about the lunar nodes because a, a, a solar eclipse is just a new moon that triggers the nodal axis. Likewise, a lunar eclipse is a full moon that is triggering the nodal axis, that, that axis of destiny, of karmic purpose for you, right? So... Again, a whole nother conversation, but I just want you to see how the lunar nodes are really deeply spiritual and significant and help you to stay on your spiritual and sacred path, your journey. What are you here for? What are you here to grow and evolve into? And also, what are you here to transcend, right? And so, you know, now knowing your lunar nodes, keeping in mind that that can help you to make sure that you are on path. So, being mindful of what it is that you're here to release and let go of your south node and what are you here to move and evolve into your north node and knowing that 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 transcends just a title of a job or a paycheck that also can be outside of that sometimes they coincide all of this depends deeper on your birth chart there's so much more to it but your north node is that path to fulfillment in some way, shape, or form. So that can be a part of your purpose in that sense, but it's beyond that. It's about how you move through life. It's about how you talk to that person you just met. It's about how you choose to show up and shine your light into the world. And it's such an important conversation. Um, that's why I dive deep, so much deeper into that inside of spiritual astrology school. You can't read a chart in my mind without looking at the, the lunar nodes and that in your chart really in depth. Um, yeah, and so also I just want you to know that there are certain times in life where your lunar nodes are being activated more, where you'll notice that there's more opportunities that feel destined, more relationships that have these, these 
this karmic significance to them where you're finding interests or being guided to something that really moves you further on your soul's journey or or allows you to feel unstuck from previous attachments it's like really you're just feeling so guided and blessed and really that's part of when your lunar your lunar nodes are being activated right so there's so many transits that could activate that but just keeping in mind that you do have your your nodal return about every 18.6 years when they return but specifically around ages well less specifically i guess i should say around ages 18 um 37 55 74 and 93 right so around those times you have your lunar nodes in the sky the transits they return back to where they were when you were born and that's a super significant karmic time and age for you so you know maybe that's a different conversation if you're interested let me know on instagram um but but yeah that's and then also in between you will have about you know when you're nine and the ages in between you have your reverse nodal return or your inverse nodal return and that's a lot about big that's a big time of needing to release and let go around ages nine and 27 and so on so so much more to say about this but i hope that that really gives you insight into your personal birth chart and knowing and acknowledging that you have a purpose you have your soul's path there's a reason that you are here there's a reason that if you've stayed to the end of this just knowing that there's something for you in this conversation so i really encourage you to dive deeper into this and if you are interested in joining spiritual astrology school again just have to say it is so amazing we dive into this topic so in depth uh, about your birth chart transits and more and really seeing how you can get more out of astrology and use astrology as the tool for empowerment and that that it's meant to be <laughs> you know guiding you toward your purpose so this conversation is everything we talk about there or if you're interested in booking a reading with me of course i'd love to give you a reading as well so i'll link all of that below if you're interested in checking out you know, I also have a free downloadable astrology basics guide for you and you can check out my other stuff there too. So maxineluthia.com if you're interested, but thanks so much for listening to the end. I'm so grateful just to be part of your astrology and spiritual journey in some way. And if this, if this resonated with you, I would love for you to let me know over on Instagram or comment below. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know what this brought up for you and Tell me about your lunar nodes. How does this relate to your experience? How does how is this how does this resonate with you in some sense? Or if you have anything to share, I would love to hear that. It would be so fun to learn from one another just having that conversation below. So check that out if you're interested. And thanks so much for being here. Until next time. Bye.